the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Restaurant Show. I'm your host, Mike Boyle. It is Sunday, December 11th, 2022. Our Broncos will be taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at Mile High Stadium at about 2.30 this afternoon. Chiefs leading the division. Broncos bringing up the rear, but uh, hope springs eternal. The Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 13 consecutive times. It has got to end somewhere. We're taking your calls, 303-696-1971. But this just in. You know, I told you about Christmas stocking stuffers. I told you about Christmas Eve. I'll get you more and more restaurants that will be open on Christmas Day. But this just in. Walmart will be closed on Christmas Day. Now, I can't but Walmart will be closed on Christmas Day. I just got this press release. So that both cashiers can be with their families. Oh, Lewis, is that a joke? I didn't realize Lewis producing the show. I, yeah, it's probably a joke. Uh, both ca- I know they've been getting some criticism for their self-serve checkouts. Oh, shut up. Just use the self-serve checkout and move on along. 303-696-1971. If you were stranded on a desert island, we've done this with movies. We've done this with music. I was up late last night. You know what? I just got thinking about music. Seeing the Rolling Stones in person in 1965. When I left Hawaii in January of 1968, I had just gotten my MBA. I knew I was going in the Army. And I saw Cream at the Santa Monica Civic. Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, and Eric Clapton. Many consider to be the best drummer, bass player, and guitar player of all time. All three in Cream. Then I thought about some of the other concerts I saw. When I got out of the Army and I was back in Hawaii, in November, 50 years ago, James Taylor married Carly Simon, and they came to Hawaii for their honeymoon. And probably to help defray the expenses of the honeymoon, James Taylor agreed to do a concert at the HIC, the Honolulu International Concert Hall. And he came out and he sang a couple songs and he pulled up a stool, kind of like Neil Diamond does. I saw Neil Diamond at the HIC as well. Took a friend of mine's wife. He didn't want to go. He hated Neil Diamond. She said, will you take me? I said, sure. So we're sitting there watching James Taylor. And he says, if you have any requests, shout him out. And the guy in the balcony screamed, yeah, we want to see your wife. And the next thing you know, out came Carly Simon. It was a great, great concert. So we've done it with music, and we've done it with movies, but today we're doing it with television. In the first hour, if Brian was stuck on a desert island, he'd want to have Wild Kingdom. 
Alan would want Andy Griffith. David would like MASH. Boy, what a popular show that was. And Richard would like Yellowstone. 303-696-1971. We're going to take a break and get back to our full phone lines on The Restaurant Show. After 11 o'clock on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, 303-696-1971. What about Breaking Bad? Would that be something you'd like to watch on a desert island? Let's go to Bob in Lakewood, see what he has to say. Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Good. I thought of several different ones, you know, as I'm kind of going over this. Uh, I really, and I still watch Everybody Loves Raymond. That really uh, is... is <laughs> I don't know if you could make that show again today. There was a lot of in, in, uh, things that uh, were talked about and said that probably wouldn't be accepted today, but it really holds up after all those years. Well, and I like I that. Hear, and, did you hear in the first hour where Alan said that if you watch the remakes of the Andy Griffith show, they take out the smoking? I've heard I mean, that, I, but I you mean, know what? I, mean, I, we, I, I I think we are a world gone mad. I just, I'm, I'm telling you something. Disney announced that they're getting rid of Splash Mountain because they feel that it has racial overtones. A petition was started and got something like 1,300 signatures, and a counter petition was started and got something like 100,000 leaving in Splash Mountain. But you know what? I don't care what the cause is. The people are so freaking vocal about it, so loud about it. I, You know, how about, I'll tell you something, if it makes me a pig, because I watch every once in a while, Everybody Loves Raymond. If it makes me a pig, because every once in a while I'll watch Archie Bunker, I don't care. <laughs> You're right. It probably I agree with you. Me. I don't either. And and everybody's so sensitive to everything now. You know, when you look at comedy, especially, it it it's always supposed to be edgy. It's supposed to be that way. Of course. And it's, you know, humor is somebody else's misfortune. Th- that's right. Do you think you could ever make uh, Blazing Saddles today? There's no way you would be able to get that through. <laughs> And if you did, it would be so watered down, it wouldn't make any sense at all. I will tell you this. I remember my dad absolutely loved Amos and Andy. Oh, that was funny. It was. And and I remember, and my dad did not have a racist bone in his body. And he used to just sit there. Hey, Kingfish. And, I mean, he he would just laugh and laugh. Yeah. And so I think that I think that I think that with our hypersensitivities, Bob, I think, you know, if this show allow myself indulgence, if this show entertains people a little bit or puts a smile on people's face, I'm not trying to cure cancer here. I'm just trying to help your day. And I just think that we could use a whole lot more humor. And, you know, <laughs> you can't, you got to be careful about jokes or you have to be careful about who you tell them to. 
I'm sorry, I got off track. You're so, absolutely right. I grew, I grew up in a time where really everybody deserved a pie in the face at one time or another. That's just yes, how it ab- went. Yes, absolutely. And now if you did a pie in the face and thought you were funny, they'd have you arrested for assault. You know. Okay, so you got everybody loves well, Raymond. Give me another one. Well, uh, the other one I was thinking about, two of them, uh, one, my last one, I'll tell you, that's one I would probably watch on an island, but Ed Sullivan had a lot of terrific entertainers on that show, and if I could watch year after year after that, I think of a lot of different entertainment that was exposed to everybody. I would uh, just laugh and be at his movements, and this is really, 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 really good, you know, and okay. And, yeah, that was Sunday <laughs> night entertainment right. growing up in the 50s and 60s, early 60s. Absolutely. The one right, I think I would one? take that I would – I'd probably watch The Sopranos. I really liked that. That was a you terrific know, show. I just never got I, – I, matter of fact, I'm not sure I've ever really seen an episode. I just kind of never got into really? it. Really? If I do – how many seasons did it run, do you know? Oh, it's like like nine, something like that, nine or ten, hey, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, and it was so. I How mean, it was such a breakthrough thing. How many seasons did the Soprano thing. run? I'm asking Surrey. Surrey knows everything. I'm asking Surrey. Oh. Surrey knows everything. Um, <laughs> have you tried? Have you watched Tulsa King with uh, Stallone? I I I have not. I'm not really a Stallone guy, but uh, I would have to kind of put my personal feelings aside. Of him, uh, I would probably watch Rocky Thirty Eight. Has that come out yet? <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> I've, I would watch Rocky. I love Rocky Balboa, and you know what? Stallone's what seventy five years old. If he yeah, came yeah. out tomorrow as John Rambo, I'd watch it. And when he, you say you don't, like, when you say you have a, a, an angst towards Stallone, what's the matter? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I just don't think he's a very good actor, and I think uh, uh, I, I did really well, listen, like the Rocky no, I, stuff. But I don't want him. To, I don't want to see Stallone in The Sound of Music. I don't want to see him in Amadeus. No, no, that's true. Well, I'll tell you one thing about him. He keeps himself in terrific shape, that's for sure. No question. And he's got a long time, 25-year marriage. He had a little a recent hiccup. they got beautiful daughters. And, and when he stays in that Rambo-Rocky genre, and so that's why I'm telling you, you ought to watch Tulsa King. He is well, I, a, I might. I, you know, he's, I, he's I do a watch a lot of television. He's a, he's a mobster. That, well, you don't have to watch a lot of it. Just watch two episodes. He gets out of prison after 25 years, and the family sends him to be the mafia king in Tulsa. And, you know, it, it, I mean, you can just imagine Tulsa. You know, where's Tulsa? What is Tulsa? Right. So anyway, check it out. All right, Bob, we got you in the drawing. 303-696-1971. We've got to take a break. Debbie, don't you go away. We're going to talk to you in just a moment. Joe up in Thornton, we're going to get to you as well. If you want to give me a call, i got a $100 gift package. Trestles. Black Eyed Tea. And depending on where you live, it might be Nicky's, it might be Airplane Restaurant. We'll see. 303-696-1971. I was just thinking of a scene in Yellowstone. I'll describe it in just a moment. But let's go to Debbie. 
Debbie, where do you live? We're having, I'm, I'm, Lewis is having a little trouble figuring it out, and so consequently he's having a little bit of trouble conveying it to me. Where do you live? What town? Oh, Broomfield. 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 Oh. Broomfield. Right. Well, that's not, that's, not, that's not so tough, yeah. is it? North just, of Barbada, important. <laughs> Lewis just Lewis just got his nose fixed. Now his ears don't work. All right. So what, what, what's going on with you, Debbie? If you were stuck on a desert island, let me ask you this. If you were stuck on a desert island and you could pick an actor to be stuck there with you, who would that be? Oh, gee. And don't give me one of these cop-out answers. I'd like to be stuck with my husband of 45 years. No, unfortunately he passed away, but other than that I would have. But uh, Kevin Costner, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen everything but two of his shows, two of his movies. You know, the only one that I didn't see, what was the one one about water something? What was that one? Um, Waterworld. Waterworld, Water and 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 it, it, uh-huh. there wasn't anybody when it came out. You couldn't find anybody that liked it, and so I just said, I think I'm going to skip this one. I love him as a baseball player. I love him as a cowboy. Do you uh, like Yellowstone? I have watched this all the seasons at least five times, maybe six or seven. I'm not sure. You know, you are my, every you year are my they pet. come for the whole weekend. They're on every you know for like three days um, before a new season comes out. And I just, I just can't get enough of it. You, before you know, it was out, I probably would have said Dick Van Dyke, but um, now it's Yellowstone. Definitely. You know, I, the, <laughs> in last Sunday's episode for listeners mm-hmm. that haven't been seeing it, they're having a family dinner <laughs> and you know what? It's a family that loves each other, but there is some dysfunction. And the daughter, his daughter says, well, this is nice. Just a nice, enjoyable family dinner with the governor's assistant and a hooker. And the, 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 girl, that, the, the girl is a vegan. And so all of a sudden, they're on a ranch. All of a sudden, the venison comes out. And all of a sudden, the ducks come out. And all of a sudden, the doves come out. And it just reminded me, me, you know what? She says, the bird of peace, you're going to eat the bird of peace. And Kevin Costner says, yeah, I'm going to eat four of them. But but you're laughing. But, you know, I remember back in the late 80s, back when – things were a little bit more wide open. I was invited to go dove hunting down in Los Mochis, Mexico. If you took the Copper Mountain train from Chihuahua on down to the Sea of Cortez, it would come out to Topolobampo. And down there is a place called Los Mochis. And there's a lot of farming, a lot of agriculture. And every year the doves come in. And why do the farmers want to get rid of the doves? Because they eat the seeds that the farmers need to spread to grow their crops. So I flew to El Paso, literally carried my shotgun in a gun bag across the border and was transported down, met three other guys, and we went out the next morning. And in about four hours, we shot two thousand doves 
They were thick oh as flies. And I remember you had to wear gloves because the barrel on your shotgun would get so hot. And I had to wear Kotex on my shoulder, Debbie, because every time you pulled the trigger, it just made you. And so it was raining doves. And we had all these Mexican oh boys that were gathering these things up. I mean, we fed a village for a week. I, I, it just that scene just made me laugh. And I'm, you're going to watch it tonight, I'm sure, aren't you? Oh yeah, can't wait. You know, yeah. can't and you're going to watch it tomorrow. I watched Tulsa King this morning. You what? I watched Tulsa what? King's new episode this morning. Did, now, so was that episode three? Uh, this is episode four or five, I think. Comes oh, on every okay, Sunday morning. I did. I subscribed late, so I'm only on. I'm, I just got done with two. Do you like it? I think it's a good show, don't you? It's a good show. It's a great show. And I think Taylor Stallone. Is, I think Stallone is just a good mafioso. Don't you agree? Yeah, and Taylor Sheridan, who is writing all these, is an unbelievable um, yes, writer, yes. Um, director. Did you know you what? 1883. I have not seen that. I didn't subscribe to Paramount Plus until recently. Um, and it, it was kind of one of those things. You know, you have to be, <clears throat> you know, some people, were, or you've heard a couple of them say, well, I don't watch much television. Well, I don't watch a lot of it either. But when I when there's something good on, I want to see it. When I fell off my bike a couple of years ago, banged myself up, spent a week in the hospital, my daughter had came out and had to take care of me. And she loves the Michael Conley Harry Bosch books. I just mailed her Desert Star, which just came out on November 8th. I read it, mailed it to her. She's reading it now. We love them. Those are great, so, too. She hadn't yeah. seen, she, had you, have you seen the television series Bosch? Yes, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. Yes, and she hadn't seen it. So there were six seasons, ten episodes. <laughs> so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my daughter was here for about a month. So every night she fixed my dinner, and we watched three episodes. We watched 60 episodes of Bosch in about three and a half weeks. Hell, I couldn't move. So anyway, um, but you sound like fun, Debbie. All right. So um, well, did I ask? You have to I watch ask? 1883 because that's what I'm told. Three people that watch Yellowstone think 1883 is much better than Yellowstone. So. I've, That's how I've good heard, it is. I've heard that. I, I'll so. get rolling. And, and who doesn't like Sam Elliott, right? Oh, and and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, they are fabulous in this. Wow. Uh, it, okay. it's, a, it's a wonderful show. And Sam so. Elliott, okay, well, Sam Elliott, here's Sam a Elliott trivia question, wonderful. Debbie. He was the voice of what beer for their commercials? Well, I'm not sure beer, but wasn't he a Marlboro, too? No, no, he wasn't, no, but he did Coors. Of course. Okay, yeah. You were, yeah, that's right. You, you, were, you were doing so well, Debbie. All right, we're going to put you in the drawing. <laughs> we're we're going to put you in the drawing for a $100 uh, gift package, okay? Okay, well, you watch those other shows. I'm going to, honey. Thanks. No, I, listen, I take listeners' recommendations because you, you can tell when – can't you tell when somebody recommends anything, a restaurant, a book, a movie, whatever – you can tell by That's, their their enthusiasm for it, right? I'm going to get 18. That's why I go to places like that is by recommendation. And gonna, you, you know. And, and I'm going to and I'm going to I'm going to get caught up on 
Tulsa King. I may not have time to do any work over the holidays. So I'll let you go, Deb. We got you we got you in the drawing, okay? Thank Doesn't you. She sound like Bye. fun. Three oh all right, honey, thanks. Three oh three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Let's go to Joseph. Joseph, I apologize for taking Four. your call after the bubbly, enthusiastic, effervescent Debbie. Oh, that's okay. I'm not that bubbly. So <laughs> All right, what would your television show be? Uh, Married with Children, exactly. Absolutely. Married with Children. That was my favorite show in the 90s. I watched it religiously. You know what, Joseph? I never even heard of it. You never heard of Married with Children? No. It, It ran for nine, ten seasons, I think. It was really? on Fox. Yeah. Married with Children. It was a great comedy. Well, and, and you know, that's that's what I think. I'll never forget there was a blizzard. This was 25 years ago. And, you know, you know, it was one of those, I think it was 97, to be honest with you. And it was one of those blizzards that we get here in Colorado where it just immobilizes the entire state, right? So I'm doing my show. And I said, this was before all of the series and all of the mini-series and docu-series and so forth. Like I said, it's probably 90, late 90s. I said, if you could only watch one movie, if Cable or if you would, Blockbuster was still around then, if you could only have one movie, what would it be? <clears throat> and people are calling and they got these movies and it's Top Gun and it's Field of Dreams and it's upbeat stuff like that. And the lady calls up and says... Schindler's List. I thought, what the hell? You're snowed into your house. It's just miserable. And you want to sit around and watch Schindler's List. All right, so I found Married with Children. And um, it came out in 1987. And it had 11 seasons. Yeah, it was one of the The antithesis. The antithesis of the loving Cosby Show family, married with children, focused on the Bundys, a suburban Chicago family who would rather eat nails than say a kind word to one another. Al the Patriarch is a misogynistic shoe salesman whose wife Peggy is a housewife uh, who does no work around the house. It almost sounds like an offshoot of um, Archie Bunker. Joe, we got you in the uh, drawing. We're going to take a break. I'm Mike Boyle, 303-696-1971. Bonfires in summertime, time, time. All right, 39 minutes after 11. I understand that we have the aforementioned Danny Cash. Not Johnny. Danny. Danny Cash hot sauce. I was there yesterday, had a ball. I am sitting here looking at my green chili tomatilla salsa, which I'll probably have a little later today while watching the Broncos. Or maybe I'll use some of my garlic serrano hot sauce on whatever I cook for dinner tonight. Danny, welcome to the show. Thanks for a wonderful time yesterday. Thanks for having us out. 
Thanks, Mike. I'm really glad that you were able to get out there. It was. It's, it's. You have a fun place. We've been talking about being stranded on desert islands. And what television series would you like to have that you could only watch one? And you know, it, and it seems to be coming back upbeat stuff. You know what I mean? You don't want to be on a desert island stuck and depressed. You have a fun store. If I was stuck on a desert island and had Danny Cash hot sauce, I'd be happy. (laughs) Well, we try. We try to make all of our sauces so versatile that uh, one sauce will get every job done. Well, I, I had a lot of fun. Didn't you meet some nice people yesterday? Oh, we sure did. Yeah, we had a bunch of people come in during the day and then during the event. It was awesome. Everybody is there for a good conversation. And, uh, you know, based on their willingness and adventurism, uh, we'll see how far they can go up the heat scale. Absolutely. Well, my garlic serrano is a 7 out of 10. Uh, Danny, thanks for having us out yesterday. Danny, i got to tell you something. When I left yesterday... I pulled out onto Hampton. I was going east towards the Santa Fe cutoff. Folks, it was Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Three lanes each side, six-lane traffic, three lanes going each way, packed. And I'm not talking about stalled out. I'm talking about people moving. And a coyote started on the north side and ran through the gauntlet of six lanes of traffic, including right in front of me, <laughs> I thought to myself, that coyote ought to go buy a lottery ticket because, man, how he got across <laughs> that street. But thank you so much. And by the way, listeners, on my website, MikeBoyle.com, I listed some stocking stuffer and Christmas gift suggestions that will be very unique and one of them is Danny Cash Hot Sauce. So check it out. Check him out online at dannycash.com. Hey, Danny, thanks for a wonderful day yesterday. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, Mike. All right. Have a good one. All righty. I'll see you soon. All right. His Stop. phone number is 303-514-7181 uh, if you want to go on out there. But check it out at dannycash.com. All right. We're talking about television shows. Uh, let's go to Steve in Colorado Springs. Steve, what do you got, buddy? Hit me with your best shot. Bonjour, mon ami. Comment ça va? Yeah. What's going on? You cannot, you cannot say hooker anymore. I'm sure you realize that. They are horizontally accessible therapists. I'm sure you'll get emails from the political <laughs> crowd. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you let me know. You know the derivation of the word. You know the derivation of the word hooker, don't you? Uh, Captain Hook. It goes no. It goes back to uh, General Hooker of the right. uh, Union Command in the Civil War, and he had camp followers, and they became known as hookers. All right. So, what's your television show, Stevie? And, and so by the way, folks, you don't get you don't get that stuff on other restaurant shows. What's your television right. show? Well, you've had some great suggestions so far. I would agree with Yellowstone and uh, Mash and Married with Children. One I think is totally appropriate now that we have worldwide internet, thanks to Elon Musk and his thirty two hundred Starlink satellites, would be Gilgas Island for Pete's sake. It's slappy, it's corny, but if you're stuck on a desert island, you'd want to have a lap or two. And then I would also throw in as potential <laughs> a potential. Um the Black Sheep Squadron. One of my favorites, it's 
you know, slapstick humor about a fighter squadron in a Pacific. All right, so if I'm stuck in a desert island, I want to watch Gilligan's Island. <laughs> it's just corny slapstick, as is like Buried with Children. Yeah, that's kind of like Yellowstone. your and that's kind of like your answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, corny. you need a you need a good smile to, if you're going right. to survive on a desert island. So, that's but I would agree with like right. Yellowstone and Mash, also Married with Children, and that was kind of a corny fun show too. Because you know what? You're right. Yellowstone Yellowstone is being viewed by 14 million people every. I'm kind of. I'm kind of lame. I'm still. I'm kind of lame. I'm still working on season two, but I'll get there. So. You know what? A guy sent me a note, and he said, (laughs) "All he wants for Christmas is to see Beth Dutton on the View." That'll put go. a smile on your face. All right, Steve, we got you in the drawing. 303-696-1971. Let's go north. Let's go up to Greeley, home of Fat Albert's, Sue Albert's Restaurant, 40 years. Pies that will blow you away. Ronnie and Greeley, welcome to the show. How you doing, Mike? I'm having a great Mike. day. Don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't been to Fat Albert's yet, but I'm going to get over there. Is this the Ronnie and Greeley that signed up yes, for Mexico to, March 7th to the 14th? I did. I did. You know what, Ronnie? Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I've been taking groups for 25 years, and last couple of years have been the most fun. Warren Erbson doing a great job as a travel agent. He'll work with you, figure out what you want, where you want to sit on the airplane, where you want your room in the hotel. And I don't know how many years it's been, but Ronnie and Greeley has said, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. Yep. Someday I'm going to go on a trip. Yep. And I say, Ronnie, don't tease me. Just please me. <laughs> just go on the trip. And he actually signed up this week. Ronnie, we have a lady listener named Diane. She's a retired dentist. And for probably uh-huh. 5, 10, 15 years, she's been saying, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Something always comes up. I can't make it, but I want to go. So now that we've got you booked, if I can get her booked, my job here will be done. I can die happy knowing that I got the two of yeah. you to finally go on one of our restaurant show group trips. What's your television show? Um, you know, I, I kind of like uh... – Homeland. I don't know if that, if that would work. Homeland or Game of Thrones. But do you remember The Fugitive from the 50s? Oh, The Fugitive, starring David Jansen as Dr. Richard Kimball, an innocent victim of yes. blind justice, falsely convicted for the murder of his wife. Freed him yes. to change his identity. Freed him to search for a one-armed man he saw leave the scene of the crime. Freed him to run, to run before the relentless pursuit of the police lieutenant obsessed with his capture. No, I never saw it, Ronnie. Yeah, that was a great series. (laughs) It was great. And you know what? And David Jansen, you know, back then, bars. He was great. You know how you have football night, Monday night football came in the 70s? Bars used to have fugitive yeah. nights. They, I remember they had fugitive nights and they had really? Superman nights and the bang, pow, and all that type of stuff. But, yeah, that was a great show. And the movie with um, Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. Yeah. Harrison Ford. And, yep. and 
when 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 Harrison Ford is trying to get away and he's confronted in the viaduct and there's that dam down below and he he's gonna, it looks like he's going to jump to his death and Tommy Lee Jones says, "I don't think you killed your wife." <laughs> And Harrison says, "I don't care. I don't care." <laughs> and jumps. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, that's yeah, the great, fugitive. Great that's one. a great suggestion. Is it? Is it still yes, around? Yes. Can you? If if I I, if I Google it, I, I never see it. I used to watch it years ago, but it it doesn't come on anymore. But I still remember it when I used to watch it back in the day. Oh yeah, it was it was good. And you know what? You it talk was. about a television series that drew you in. And it you know it's, yes. it's like authors when I interview authors, you know, they'll say, "Well, I want this to this is a standalone book." I say, "I understand that because this is the newest one and you're trying to sell it and you want to be on the bestseller list, but your character 10 books ago, 9 books ago, 8, 7, 6, developed. And so I will tell people, I say, you know what, if you want to get this book, great. Go back to book one where this character developed. And you could not tune in. Yellowstone does a great job of that because what's the first thing they do in Yellowstone? They say, previously on Yellowstone. So you have a pretty good idea of what transpired. But back then, they didn't do that. And you couldn't just tune into episode five of The Fugitive and know what the heck was going on. You had to watch the whole thing, don't you think? Yeah. You know, Yellowstone is based on a river runs through it. I did not know that. And to be honest with you, I I don't care. Storyline? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But when are you going to come up north? You're always, I know you live up. Up down south, but we never, we never get Mike Boyle down here on the north side. Oh, contraire! I come up there the first football game for <laughs> UNC Bears oh, every for, year. Yes, I come yes. up for the football game. I go to um, Fat Alberts. I go after the game and get a piece of pie and yes. bring back pie. I come up maybe one other time a year, maybe for a basketball game or to see my girlfriend Sue Albert at Fat Albert's restaurant. So just just keep listening because I'll get up there and you come on over to Fat Albert's and we'll get you hooked on that pie, okay? All right, buddy. Good talking to Richard. we got to go ahead and take a break. we got to get a couple more callers in when we come back on The Restaurant Show. We got winners, we got losers. Jane All right, welcome back to the restaurant show where we have not talked about restaurants one minute in the entire almost two hour show. We're talking about television shows. Let's go to Elizabeth and talk with Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, sir. I'm just on. Pleasure. What's going on? So let's do, I'm going to throw way back. I'm doing Leave it to Beaver. I'm also going to throw in Seinfeld. And for the movie, it's going to be Deliverance. <laughs> it's, have you ever seen the movie Blindside? Now, now there's a movie that I like to watch over and over, a couple of times. Not over and over, but uh, have you seen Blindside with uh, McGraw and uh, Sandra Bullock? No, sir. You have not. 
Okay, well then, then it will then it will lose. There's this redneck in the stands down in Mississippi, and at, they're at a football game, and he's his boy is a linebacker out there, and he's kind of a knuckle dragger. And anyway, Sandra Bullock's son uh, takes him and just throws him out of the stadium, and she turns around and says, "Hey, Deliverance!" Oh, <laughs> so nice. I got I got a kick out of that. Leave it to Beaver. Mm, I don't know, but uh, I've got you in the drawing. Let's go to Richard in Arvada, 303-696-1971. We're running out of time. And by the way, we put Andrew and Richard in the entire list of people that have called in. Brian, Alan, David, Bob, Debbie, Joseph, Steve, Ronnie, and... uh, Lewis, producing the show, did an eeny, meeny, miny, moe, and we'll announce the winner here in just a moment. But let's go to Richard Narvada. Richard, what television show, if you were stuck on a desert island, would you like to have available to you? Well, it would be Ridiculousness, and it's on MTV. My wife detests that I watch it. I'd like <laughs> I'd so when you're looking for so when you're looking for a little quiet time, <laughs> you turn that on. Oh, this this is a guilty pleasure. So uh, I call. I don't know if you're familiar with the show. But no. I'm so tell me tell me the name again, please. Ridiculousness. And in my opinion, it's a cross between or a modern day millennial version of Candid Camera, or Zen Z. And they just show all these, you know, uh, waiters dropping dishes wherever there's a camera, uh, you know, car uh, in Russia rear-ending somebody or doing all these weird. And I, I DVR it. It's every Friday, uh, four episodes, and it's just my guilty pleasure. Ridiculousness and came out in. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, I think it's been running now for like 10 to 12 seasons. You're exactly right. It came out in 2011. And um, And, is it coming back in 2022? Yes, it is. Um, So they've got the cast. So these people that are the cast, are these the people that go out and find these situations? No, uh, they're just regulars um and they just sit there and discuss it and um there's a host he's a former i think skateboard champion or something like that professional and so they're 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 there as a panel um and so he'll you know discuss various incidents and uh and then they you know give their opinion or input and then they'll they'll show these videos that are captured you know, from car cams, restaurant cams. I mean, and it's just, and it runs the full gamut of society. I mean, people that eat like the weirdest things, uh, some of it's really gross out what they do. And, you know, it's just. It sounds kind of like Facebook. <laughs> probably is. I'm not familiar with Facebook. Uh, and, and my wife just. You know, she just scratches her head because I'm 66 years old, <laughs> and I'm watching this show that's probably geared more for 
Gen Z or Gen X or Gen Y, and she just can't believe that I watch it. I, the fact well, that I well I'll tell you this. You've helped bring the show complete circle because earlier we talked about, Richard, how we could use a little more laughter, a little more humor. And a lot of humor is somebody else making a fool of themselves deliberately or accidentally. So I appreciate it. And I'm probably going to bring up and watch an episode just to see what I think because that's what I do here. We share Allow this me stuff. To ca- let me caution your audience. Everything from laughter to just cringeworthy. Okay? Disgust. <laughs> All right, Richard, we put you in the drawing. Thanks an awful lot. Ridiculousness. We did an ABC, an eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and Debbie in Broomfield. Lewis picked your name. I'll be giving you a call. We'll find out how to get these gift certificates in the mail to you. Folks, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Go Broncos. I'll talk to you next week. Check out my website at MikeBoyle.com. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.